And welcome to the Big Show podcast number seven. Christian Lagos, how are you feeling this morning? Or this evening, I should say. This evening? We've got a bit of a pre-record tonight. Um, yeah, a bit tired, but we uh, had a coffee, so we're good. We should be up and about. We're okay. We're okay, to say the least. Right, so I'm quite tired, I will admit. The coffee has perked me up. Uh, I've come a long way since for, compared to what I was when I initially woke up this morning, because it is very early. Um, but yesterday we were talking about hygiene, and you shower in the mornings, don't you? I do share in the mornings. Yes, yeah, so do I. Do you deodorise? <laughs> I hope you deodorise. I do deodorise. I'm a big, I'm a stickler for not smelling. Excellent. Um, well, on the topic of deodorisation, Christian, I have a bit of a question going your way. Okay. And it's something that I'm sure revolts you just as much as it revolts <laughs> me. It's regarding uh, spray-on and roll-on deodorant. What are your thoughts yeah. on roll-on? Uh, roll-on is not what you should use. No? It's, Why is that? It's just disgusting. Um, it doesn't actually seem that hygienic, to be honest, right. when you think about it. Um, because, I mean, if you're rolling it on your armpit, you're getting bacteria and sweat onto it, let's say. Yep. And then you're going to roll it on later and put more bacteria and sweat onto your arm. Yep. That kind of seems like it defeats the purpose. It does. It sounds very revolting. And there's we could just bang <coughs> on about roll-on forever and we could make a whole show on it. I think it's absolutely revolting. I haven't used it since um, year seven, year eight, around then. So that's years ago now, obviously. I have a bit of a story to tell that I'd like to tell. Like oh, to please, share. please share. And I'm sure it'll make you revolt. I'm sure you've been down the same path. Yeah. Um, so regarding the roll-on, we've just had a PE class, maybe a sport class. It's doesn't really matter. Day. It was something at school. So the boys are all at the change room. Uh, we get changed back into school uniform, getting changed into school uniform rather, and I'm using my roll-on links. <laughs> Deodorant. Poor decision from the start, but go Very on. much so. And there was a particular character in the rooms who was very, <laughs> very stinky, um, especially in his younger years. A little bit hairy. Still stinky to this day. Um, but anyway, I don't know if he used deodorant. He mustn't have. But anyway, I assume he oh, wanted to give it yeah. a go. So in the change room, he said, oh, can I borrow the roll-on deodorant of yours? And I said, what? And now, of course, he repeated it, and I heard correctly. He wanted to borrow the roll-on deodorant. So, sadly, I felt a bit bad, but I had to say no. I was of running course. out. Um, I was revolted at the prospect of giving it to him, him rolling it around on his underarm where it's God knows what bacteria have been there, as you were saying earlier. Yeah. I mean, it's bad enough when it's yourself. Yuck. And then get it back and use it on myself. If I were to lend that, there would be no way I'd be taking it back. I'd no, just say, mate, you can keep it. that. Uh, not to mention, firstly, there's no way I'd want to use someone else's roll-on. God, no. <laughs> and secondly, roll-on is just disgusting, even when I use it on myself. Like, mm. I've, I've, in the mirror, I've put some roll-on, because I went to Brisbane lately, and you know they have aerosol, so I got some roll-on. On the plane. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I got to my venue in Brisbane, and I was just there, and I was putting on some roll-on, and I was looking at myself in the mirror, just going, you sickened me. <laughs> this is disgusting. Because, I mean, oh. um, I will admit, I mean, I, I looked at the roll-on the roll after I'd used it, there was hair on it. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> Oh, my God. It's almost like... It's very similar to using a bar of soap in a shower. Um, exactly. You use body wash, I believe? I use body wash, yeah. Yep. So that's a safe way. Mm. People, I remember actually also in year seven... Not as bold to use soap like you. No. Well, there was a tutor we had, and she said that... She was a science teacher. She said using a bar of soap uh, repeatedly will build up more bacteria 
and you'll be putting more bacteria on you using a bar of soap to clean sense. yourself than you would be doing if you used body wash. It makes sense. I didn't heed that very well. I use a bar of soap, but I make sure no one else in the shower uses my soap. At least I hope not. Well, as you, you wouldn't want them to. That's absolutely disgusting if they and did. It's bad enough when you get a armpit hair on a <sighs> goddamn roll-on. Imagine the horror you oh, get. Oh, Jesus, an armpit hair on the bar of soap. Yeah, or a pubic hair on the bar of soap, or any hair for that matter. I've God. seen that before. I've um, Sometimes when I've like had to, let's say, Isabel's having a shower in... Um, our share and I've gone to mum and dad's to have a shower and I use a bar of soap and I see one of dad's like bloody long black hairs no doubt an armpit hair or something it's chest hair because he's a man <laughs> just look at it I just go yep I'm yeah. not using that same with the toilet seat if there's one on there you're in a bit of strife <laughs> it's disgusting pee with the toilet seat I'm out of there and hair down the uh, shower drain as well that's something I'm oh, quite uh, God. opposed to that's something that um, I feel happens a lot from um, the girl's hair that's feral isn't it um Happened in my shower a few times, oh. and um, when mum's cleaned it out, I refuse to because it makes me gag. Um, but oh. yeah, when mum pulls it out, like because you have to clean, that's the thing because it does get it gets stuck in there, and it is just it looks like a hairball. It's it repulsive. coming out of a cat's mouth. It's absolutely disgusting. Um, I was at a friend's house, and I stayed overnight recently, mm. and I had a shower at their house, mm. and it's a bunch of girls living there, and they pulled out. No, I, they didn't pull it out, pardon me. I looked at the hair, like, in the oh. shower drain, and it was congested as all hell. They live for themselves, because they've recently started renting. Um, oh. Yeah, it's absolutely disgusting. Wouldn't see that at my house, that's for sure, but I couldn't look down at my feet, because it was absolutely feral. You'd get there. Yeah, it was a crime scene. It's a bit repulsive. Um, something that I find repulsive is when you go to someone's house, and um, I promise we won't talk about toilets for too long on this uh Podcast. Yeah, we dedicated a lot of time <laughs> to the toilets last week. But um, when you go to someone's house and you go to the toilet and there's skid marks, mm. uh, it's I ensure that if I do skid marks, I get rid of them. I, I don't want I don't want to stay there because um, I think they're disgusting, and I think there's not much worse when you look down and you see some brown brown marks on the toilet bowl. Right. See, I'm not afraid of that. It's disgusting, but I'll get it. I'll get the job done. I'm also not opposed to going in public, but I think we should leave that one there. Um, that's true that's true I was just going to say one more thing on the old uh, deodorant Tian. what do you think of men <clears throat> our age 21 years of age if we can even be called men uh, <laughs> who use links still antiperspirant um, or deodorant or body spray if they use links body spray that's I don't I think that's just not on I mean it's it smells like a teenage change room it does indeed um, I I started because I, I used to use links but um and I'd always wonder why the hell I'd smell because I was using Lynx body wash, a uh, body spray rather, mm. not even antiperspirant. Then I started using Lynx antiperspirant and then I immediately went to um, Rexona. Been a Rexona man for a long time. Mm. Um, not that we're promoting Rexona here. We're not getting paid. I wish we were. <laughs> I'll endorse Adidas. I use Adidas <laughs> these days. Does um, a real treat. Yeah. Um, I know you, you were on the Lynx train for a while. I was on the Lynx train for a while. Um, antiperspirant at least. Antiperspirant. Never used body spray. Um, always use antiperspirant. It came to a stage where it just stopped working for me. It's just um, it not never as, really bothered no. me because it's just antiperspirant. It's not yeah. like it made me smell good or any of that shit. Pardon me. Um, anyway, so I'm off that. I went to Rexona for a while. Um, then I saw Adidas, and I'm a big Adidas man. You're an Adidas man, this, of course. Despite the Nike tick. So yeah, I went down the Adidas 72 hour protection sport. 72 hour. Yeah. Wow. I only get 48 hour. hour. <laughs> yes. Don't don't uh, heed that. It's not too no. great, but it does the job. I love those brute ad- ads though. When they've got the brute is not. I don't like it though. You don't. Um, Mum bought it I've once, and I told it. her never to use it again because I put it on, 
and it was wet. Ugh. Like it was like a wet... You know how when you put it on, it's kind of dry when you put on your um, deodorant, your spray on, yeah. your aerosol? It was like wet, wet under my arms. Is, is it kind of the ones where you put it on and it's like iced you for... It's like a... Well, like, not even. It was just literally wet. It was like I was putting, it was putting moisture onto my underarms. That's disturbing. I, I don't like that. I didn't like it. Yeah, I don't mind the ads though. When they've yeah, they're brilliant way ads. over the top. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's bloody awesome. Yeah, but I, yeah, it just it didn't do it for me. Um, same that good good um segue here. Same that um, doesn't do it for me. Uh, which I've I've always I've always known. Um, but it's uh being the big spoon. Um. That's an interesting segue, but we'll allow it. I believe I... Um, well, I don't like it, just like I don't like the brute. The other okay, there's a segue, <laughs> I guess. But, yeah, it's... Just, I thought about it recently, and it's just not It's not good. You're there, you're getting hair in your face, you're dead arm. It's your either arm's there, dead, or it's down here, and you feel like an idiot. Um, it's just not nice. I mean, sure, you're in the same boat. I'm in the same boat. Uh, luckily... I don't have to do it too often these days yeah, because I am a single character at the moment. <laughs> um, but every now and then I find myself in the situation and you're not wrong. It's just, it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. It's... I can't describe anything else because you've hit the nail on the head yeah. there. I do it, but I try to get out of the uh, the situation as quickly as possible. The little spoon is the one to be. It's too hot. I'm not sure. I don't oh, think you mentioned that. I'm a that. furnace when I sleep as I well. I am a roaster. So... <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. As soon as I get more contact, the service area decreases. Oh, I can't get the heat out. Not to mention, oh, Jesus. Not to mention the summer as well. It's a bloody nightmare. You Unless well, you've got a massive fan and some AC on oh, 16 degrees, it's just not going to work. Well I'm be afraid. on the surface of the sun. It's I reckon that's how much work. heat's being produced. It's definitely a winterman's game. Yeah. Winter games at the Olympics. It should be. Um, I can't do spooning. Not for me. Not that's to, not small. No. Well, the thing is, you got to do the. Um, you got to get the jetpack happening. Where they, they spoon you, so you're the yeah. little spoon, except because you're bigger, they're yeah, the jetpack. Yeah, right. That's a good one. I don't mind that. No, you're right. I, do my, I don't mind the little spoon. Little spoon's great. A bit of a Let's jet admit pack, it. Jet pack. The jetpack is brilliant. But even then, if it's a hot, hot night or whatever, ah, it's no good for me. I can imagine a girl would absolutely love the little spoon, though. Yeah, because like they're getting you closed got in a cocoon, big, wouldn't they? Big bear thing just like yeah. latching onto you. Unless they're six foot five or something. Well, well, then, then we'd be the jetpacks. <laughs> wouldn't we? Oh, gee whiz. Nah. It's interesting, though. Yeah, I'm not a fan for spooning, I'm afraid. Spooning's not for me. No way. Spooning uh, cereal into my mouth, though. Delicious. Huh? Spooning cereal into my mouth. Nutri-grain. Yes, it's not That's wrong. much better. Um, uh, Christian, are you what? ever a sad... Individual, you ever get down? Do you ever, are you ever an emotional roller coaster? Oh, yeah, have, have my days. Yeah, you've had your days? I have my days where I've felt a bit miserable. Do you cry at least once a day? Oh, no. Some yeah, people no. say that's healthy, but I don't. I can't imagine that. Do you listen to music when you're sad? I try and avoid it. Okay. To fuel your emotions, maybe? No. I, no. yeah. I don't. Why do you, well, you don't. No. Interesting. I, I think that... Well, there goes my question. It makes no sense now. I was going to ask, why do people listen to music when they're sad? No. I know I don't, but I know people do. To um, sad songs when they're yeah, sad. Yeah, I know. It's, it's foreign to me um, because surely you're just going to feel sadder. I mean, people say, oh, they can relate to the music and all this kind of stuff. But um, I, I think that's silly. I don't, I don't like it. Um, I mean, I do have... I have playlists on my phone that are like my... Um, not chill music, but just like... Ed Sheeran. Yeah, just like peaceful music. Yeah. I mean, that's always nice to listen to just 
every so often, but I'm not going to go listen to it when I'm depressed. I'm probably going to... God, no. It's going to make me cry. <laughs> um, no, it doesn't make sense. Surely if you're sad anyway, you'd be putting on some... Kanye West, good life, or you do a bit yeah. on something to something pick yourself to pick up. up. You but wouldn't want to listen to sad music and get yourself down in the dumps. The thing is, oh, I know, I, just... I know. Um, if you like, if people are sad, let's say they break up with their girlfriend or something, Ooh. and they'll go listen to a song and they'll completely ruin that song. And it means so much to them now. The well, words, because I remember, I can relate. Our mate oh, Ben, when he broke up with his first girlfriend, same. Apparently, he listened to that. Was it without you by Chris Brown? No, Usher or something, is it? Yeah, there's an Usher one. I don't know. Anyway, listen to that know. one, and um, apparently he's ruined the song for him. Well, that's his own fault, isn't yeah. it? So I don't understand why people do it. I mean, I was also told um, by a girl that we know that um, she likes to listen to heavy metal when she's sad, or mm-hmm. screamo. Yeah. Uh, does not do it for me, I'm afraid. I don't, I'm a fan of all music, ranging um, yeah. from... Love well, music. Even, I'll go classical, you know, the piano, mm. Mozart, Beethoven, um, Strauss, but <laughs> namely... 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, running through to the noughties, even the current, uh, the pop, contemporary pop, and all the genres in between. I love it all except for the goddamn heavy metal, emo, screaming shit. I just can't enjoy it. I just don't like getting yelled at for a start. <laughs> Why would I want to get yelled at in a song? And how is it going to help you when you're sad to get yelled at? Surely you're just going to probably dig a hole and put yourself I'm in it. pretty sure it's all very dark. Microwave. It's always, it's, always, it's always very dark kind of lyrics and stuff oh. in those kind of music. So I'm pretty sure that's probably why people like it, because they can relate to the lyrics. It's they, shocking. They love the hate. It's shocking. Going back to when you mentioned about listening to the sad songs <laughs> and um, ruining it for yourself, mm. like if you listen to one in particular, because yeah. you relate to it, because you've got so many emotions. <laughs> um, I've ruined that many songs from overplaying oh, that yeah. are great, but namely I've just ruined the best music of them all, you know, the best pump-up tracks. Come on. Yeah. You know, like, Eminem's got a ton of them. Till I Collapse. Till I Collapse. I haven't ruined Till I Collapse. So um, you can't ruin that, Remember surely. the name, Fort Minor. Kanye awesome. West got a couple. Everyone's, like, Nelly's got a few. They're all nuts. Um, but yeah, I've ruined them all just because I listened to them before, like, every soccer game, mm. anything big. And now I just can't get G'd anymore. And when they're on, I just can't enjoy them the way I used to. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's... I've ruined some songs doing that, but then when you don't listen to them for a while, oh, and when yeah. you just hit all your music on shuffle and suddenly it comes on, you're just like, oh, shit, this is going Even on. And then if it comes on shuffle, I'll skip it anyway because oh, I really? know what's coming. But if I hear it on a pub, in a public place mm. or at, a, at a, some kind of social event, I'll go wild. You go wild. You can't I'll go believe wild. it. Yeah. yeah, there's no amount of times that Kanye will come on and I won't get around him. The yeah. um, thing I hate about Kanye coming on, though, is oh god! I mean, everyone. I wasn't. You introduced me to Kanye back in what? Do you ten? Yeah, twenty eleven. Um, twenty eleven. Never since then, I've been an avid fan. Despite um, the initial hate. Despite the initial hate. Um, but yeah, so real love him. Um, no, nearly. Well, not. I won't say I know nearly all his tracks, but I mean, from late registration, um, all that kind of stuff through. I know most of his tracks, all this kind of stuff. Big fan. Could probably. Um, could probably recite the lyrics to a lot of songs, so um, more than just your average fangirl, some would say. Right. Um, but one thing that I really despise is when you're at a social event and same like um, N in Paris comes on. <laughs> Very safe. Negroes in Paris. Yeah, Negroes in Paris comes on. Um, and you've got all these people like singing, oh, love Kanye, love Kanye, yeah. all this kind of stuff. And you're like, no, you don't. You like two of his songs. 
Like what? You like Gold Digger and like, you know what I mean? They like Gold Digger on, on Negroes in Paris. That's it. Like, but then they'll get around it if something else possibly like homecoming or something. Yeah, but they don't even get played these days. No. Yeah, I know what you mean. One yeah. thing that yeah, one thing that gave me absolute absolute poos was um watching your tongue there, Christian. Yeah. Watching your mouth. Watching Well done. Um but um the person I know that got a uh, a case on her phone from the um from the Otis track. Mm. Hmm? From the film clip for Otis. Um didn't know that the picture was from the music clip of Otis. You're joking. Mm. Can we have a name? No. Okay. No names. No, you know. You know. I don't think I do. You That's go. shocking. Yeah. That's appalling. Great um, video clip. Great video, great video clip. I just saw it. It's like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Bandwagon people. Yeah. They love it. They love it when it comes to sports. We go over this all the time because this is something that really gets us. They love it when the bloody politics decides to pop yeah. up. They love it when uh, the Melbourne Cup comes, the, as in spring racing carnivals. Yeah, Facebook heroes. And suddenly you've got heroes about horses dying. God almighty, where are you for the other 11 months of the year? Yeah, that's it. So, geez. But I'm afraid they'll never go. They're always going to be there. So it's something we've got to deal with. Sadly it is. Sadly it is. <laughs> but you've got to wonder what gets these people off because it's surely, surely you can just, I don't know, just... Just take it easy a little bit. I'd like to, if I'm going to like be into something, I'd like to research and make sure I know. Oh, speaking of research. that, you've, you've just triggered me, Christian. Triggered Daniel. Triggered right. me. Uh, recently, it revolves around you a little bit more than me. You, um, the retail thing, what's, can mm. you fill me in on what that is before I just say what I was going to say? What's going on with the prices? The retail, like the, the wages, they've gone down? Oh. Is that what's happened? Yes. Sorry, you'd lost me for a minute. Yeah, there. no, I lost myself. Um, the Fair Work Commission recently um, uh, made a change to Sunday penalty rates. I think casuals go down f- like the same like casuals go down from two hundred percent to one seventy five or one seventy five to one fifty, um, and then part timers and full timers go down to like one fifty or something. Right. For like one fifty percent of their um, percent of their rate they get on Sunday. Right. So casuals go down as well. Yeah. Well. Casuals go down by like... 15, 25%. 25%, I think. Right. So... So really... It's not that much of a big deal. They're still up. There was a bloke on Facebook who decided to pipe up on this issue. He hadn't really researched anything, and he made a status. Mm. And he was complaining to Kingdom Come. This is complete outrage. I know. He's getting paid 175% of his pay on a Sunday. Yeah. And he's complaining. Not to mention, not to mention, because he's a casual. Exactly. We know this. Whether he even works on Sundays often, he might get one Sunday shift a month, I reckon. So, I reckon you just got to take it easy, mate. Like, Another yeah. hero. Great example. Because, yeah, because I'm a casual, and like you get the Sunday shift. I'm pretty sure this is how most retailers work. You get a Sunday shift as a reward for doing well throughout the, mm. the previous week or something. So, I've had a few Sunday shifts um, because of that. But it doesn't mean you're going to get them every single... Like, they're going to go to the full-timers and part-timers. Yeah. Well, that's just an example. And this bloke, he pipes up quite Mate. often, doesn't he? Yeah. So Hero. A bit of a hero. That's just what it is. And that's yeah. how it goes. Which is, a bit, which is a bit of a shame, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is a shame. Um, tell you what, though. I've found out that I've been winning in life the past two days. Of course. How so? Um, so, I've been going... I park at um, my local supermarket to go to work. Um, local su- uh, shopping establishment, rather. And... Um, Interestingly, um, I go in, then when I, I go to pay for my, because I got the tick machines, I go to pay at the end of my shift, usually around $4, um, sometimes maybe 5 or 6 um, And I go to pay, 
and it says error, re-enter, this is the last two times, error, re-enter, um, whatever it is, number plate. Okay, yeah. re-enter it. Doesn't work. Re-enter it. Doesn't work. Re-enter it. Doesn't work. I tried four or five times. And I say, well, okay, I gotta, I'm going to go to the car and I'll pay at the gate because you know at the gates how they have the little pay pass thing. So I go to the gate, reading registration, please wait. And then it says, gate is opening. Then it says, reading registration, um, please wait. Then it says, gate is opening, reading registration, please wait. And then it says, drive safe. Gates open up. So you're, you're basically incognito, spending too I, long in the shopping centres and getting away with it. I'm going incognito. So I don't know what's happening. Maybe there's a critical fault with the system. Who knows? Maybe your car's not registered. Who knows? <laughs> I reckon that's brilliant, though. You can't complain. I can't believe I couldn't believe it. I just thought, oh, well. I mean, because the thing is, it's not like I'm scamming the system. I'm going to go. I'm trying to pay. I'm actively mm. trying to do my thing. That's fair. Um, um, get away working. with it, though. It costs an arm and a leg when you've got to work there. You're basically putting an hour towards... Yeah. Um, Although paying for your car park, you do have um, of your shift. You do have staff parking rates, which makes it four dollars flat rate. Still a pain in the bum. It's still a pain in the bum. But the thing is, I recently washed my car as well. So well, it is what it is. Don't complain about it. So I mean, I don't know. Take it for what it is. I've uh, recently been going to the hospital quite a bit because yeah. I've got someone in there, and it's an outrage. It's um, oh. a private hospital. I'm not sure if it really matters what hospital it, it is, but does, they have a rate um, for parking, and. If you're there for less than 30 minutes, you're in and out, that is, um, mm. you don't get charged. Free, yeah. But by the time... 30 minutes pa- is quick. Yeah, it goes like that. It's like um, after you get in and initially actually get I up know. to the place. It's 10 minutes, I reckon. By the time you go through the boom gate, you find a park, get out of your car, walk to the uh, the hospital, go up the get elevator, to the get to the room, sit yeah, down. You're close up to 10 minutes. Suddenly you said hello and then you've got to get up and go. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, luckily, I was at an understanding where um, I could leave well, it's not, within it wasn't 30 a, minutes. The thing is, it's not, um, it's not like um, she's on her deathbed. Oh, God. So, no. I mean... So, yeah. So, I was out. I paid a few times. Yeah. But, yeah, I was in and out. But after 30 minutes, you've got to pay quite a bit of money. And then it goes up the longer you're there. You think it's so a bit... I won't go yeah. into the prices, of course. It's a it bit, bit rough, I reckon. Uh, tedious. Yeah. It is a bit rough. You've got someone in hospital and you've got to pay. Yeah, like, and you, they, yeah. pff, I can't believe it. You've got to pay after 30 minutes. Also, it's like a private hospital as well. So you're already paying the extra for private health insurance. Yeah, right. So it's weird that... <laughs> it's really weird that they're going to make you pay for that as well. Like, I'm not sure if it's because... I don't know. If you were the... Um, if you were the bloke who owned the parking company, though, let's <clears> just think about it lips. from his point for a, oh. for a moment. If you got asked by the private hospital to be the the company who obviously yeah. does the parking, parking, you'd be lapping it up. Yeah, you'd well, have to forget about your morals and your ethics <laughs> and your conscience, and you'd be raking in some big bucks. I reckon. You know who's uh, you know who's lapping it up and enjoying his life? The person who owns the airport car parking. Mm. That is a money maker. Yeah. Even the bloke who um we have a mate who uh, an older mate who told us about this, but even the bloke who uh, does the parking at the MCG, do you know that one? Yeah, he's mate. making a killing. It'd be incredible because I mean, how much? How much is it? It's literally if you go to drop someone off at the airport, let's say, let's say they're getting a lot of money at the airport, isn't it? When we're when we're going to go to Europe, our parents when they drop someone that short term and they come in because no doubt they will. Wave us off, get a handkerchief and spring it around. <laughs> Guarantee us what Dad will do. Um, uh, anyway, that'll cost them an arm and leg. They're going to come back and charge in 18, 20 bucks for staying there for about an hour, I reckon. Mm-hmm. It's, I'll tell you what. I don't know how much it costs to like, stay there overnight or even for a week for those people working, but I'm sure they'd get it covered I think by the company. The long-term car park is, well, 
is a bit cheaper because it is long term. But it's still extremely expensive. And the thing about the MCG parking or mm. that company, mm. um, it's a private company. Apparently, this is a bit of a hot tip. Apparently, if you get a parking fine, mm. but it's not much of a hot tip because if you get caught, you're, you're in t- um, real trouble. If you get a parking, f- they give out hundreds and probably hundreds I don't know, thousands, thousands hundreds not hundreds of thousands, thousands probably thousands a day. Let's be honest, because it's that big, the company. It's spread all across Melbourne. Yeah, thousands, I guess. So if they give out all these Tens of thousands, fines, they I'd can't say. monitor them all because mm. so, they're not that big in terms of personnel. So you can't monitor them all. What they do is they just handpick a bunch of people that they follow up, the parking fines. and they, yeah. So if you don't pay them, um, then they'll sue you, and then you're in court. Then you've got to pay a lot more. Yeah. So, so there's a bit of a risk here. It's, it's high, low... It's, High risk, know, or high risk, low slash high reward. If you can't be yeah. bothered paying like eighty to one hundred something bucks, but yeah. if you don't get chosen, then they'll just forget about your parking ticket because yeah. there's such a backlog yeah. um, that you're you're a okay. I tell you what though, uh, we don't endorse it, and I will be paying for oh, every parking God. fine I get. I um didn't pay a parking fine once. Oh really? Just yeah, forgot I, about it or? Um, yeah, like <laughs> I got the parking fine. It was devastation when I went to the car. It was yeah. on the windshield. Yeah. So grabbed it. Didn't want to look at it. Looked at it. Saw the damn thing. Officer 89, you killer. Um, <laughs> popped it into the side uh, door thing, compartment. Yeah. I don't know what you want to call it. And I just left it there and forgot about it, hoping it would go away. Time passed. And then I got a letter in the mail and it had gone up, <sighs> of course. And then they said, if you don't pay this one after this date, then we'll see you in court. Not they didn't, oh, obviously not those words. Not those exact words. Yeah, we'll see you in court. That's just uh, I'll sue your that's ass. That's the gist of the thing. Yeah, yeah. Your ass is mine. <laughs> so yeah, it's not what, what you want. Yeah, it wasn't that bad of a parking fine either. It's like eighty nine bucks. So it was pretty when it went up. No, it wasn't pretty when it went up. It went up to one fifty. So it uh, goes up a bit. So you got to watch yourselves. We uh, touched on. Oh, sorry. We touched on um, going to the airport earlier. Um, and had, I was actually at the airport recently, and something that I don't understand is people pushing it with the baggage limits. Um, whenever I leave mm-hmm. for an airport, I weigh my stuff when I had, I'm at home. Yeah, just me too. Just, just because Jump on the scales saves all the, the drama at the airport. But some people just don't get it, and they want to push it. They want to push it and push it, um, and they'll go over. And then you get there, and they hold up all the proceedings. And you just think, come on, you just got to... The rules are there for a reason. Yeah, you might get away with it, but why even try? Because then if you you do try and you fail, then you're going to get in trouble for it because you're in the wrong already. Mm. Not saying that you shouldn't try because you'll fail. Always I know try. What you mean. But, yeah. yeah um, bunch of our friends at our age, we're, we're 21, bunch of our friends have gone off to Europe or yes. overseas somewhere. And one story that I still remember is a bunch of girls, they went over and... I don't get it. Again, they mm. you've got a lot of weight you can take, like, I don't know, 30 we kilos We've got 30 kilos. It's usually 25, but I think we've got 30. Right. So awesome. you've got a lot of lot of stuff you can take. And 30 kilos is a lot. over. The girls are over with their main luggage. Yeah. So how that happens, I don't know. But anyway, it's happened. So then they start taking out all their big jackets, not all their clothes. Not to mention, they it's start humiliating. It. It's humiliating having to be told that you're not there and pull off to the side and start pulling stuff I out of your bags. But surely it's a fundamental mistake. You're oh. going overseas, you're not even going to get a, you're not even going to get there. So they do all that business, looking like a bit of a, bit of a, let's deal. Honest, bit of a deal. Yeah. Uh, to put it nicely, and evading the DICK. <laughs> yeah. But. That's shocking, surely just... Yeah. And then you've got people and um, 
you carry on is what this really well. carry on. I was oh, about to say, really irks me. You get on the plane, yeah, and then you can't take off. Did, did this happen to you? Yeah, because and yeah, because they they well they didn't let them on the plane, but like everyone was there, ready to go, like going through, but they had to hold these people up because they were like dealing with it. Because then you can't exactly just chuck stuff out, so they had to organise it being sent to them and all this kind oh. of stuff. Yeah, um, it's a pain. It's classic though yeah. when you see someone walking in with. They carry on. You're only meant to have one carry on bag. Yeah. So you've got your carry on bag. They chuck it up top. Then the thing you were saying is about dad. What does he do? He straps the camera bag well, he had over a, he the had front. He had a camera, he had his diary, and he had his iPad on him. Like, so he had a camera on him, a diary and iPad in his hands. Yeah. That's um, not bad, though. That's not even that bad. I was, that's fine. I sat next to someone who came you on. You put that with, in the bag. Yeah. I came on with someone who had um, big, you know. The oversized carry-on bag that, yeah, is that a, you shouldn't have. That's really oh, that should be put on hassle. the plane. That's a hassle. Um, if that falls out of the thing at the top, <laughs> someone's someone. history. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they got that. Then a satchel around there, you know, like the yeah. satchels like this around their thing. Then um, he had a laptop as well in his hand. And I just. <laughs> That's so overkill. It he's, is overkill. He's beat God's the sake. system. And I reckon I'd get irritated if I was one of like the people that putting people through just looking at that going, oh, come on. They don't get the memo. If you've got a bag and you put it up top, don't have another backpack on you. That's just not the point of it. You're no. slowing everything down. You're taking up other people's space at the top. These are one of those things that they honestly really irk me. Hmm. Okay. So there you go. And I hope I don't experience it. And I hope we don't experience God Almighty children. On the goddamn plane, that'll be a real killer. I um, I just put my headphones on on the yeah, plane. I just kind of have much choice. I um, I get headaches using the uh, the over ear thing, so I'm up in some strife. Yeah. I want to get a pair of those um, noise cancelling ones that we were looking it's at. A bit of they money. Were awesome though. It's a bit of they? cash though, isn't it? Tell you what, complete um, complete silence. Um, something that happened to me on the plane actually was, um, I was I'm hoping we have more room on our flight to Europe because I was squashed. On my um, flight in. What are you flying? Eddie had? We're flying Eddie had, yeah. yeah. Hopefully that sort of see I'm sure that. Probably a, won't, surely an international flight, they have more room. Oh, surely. We'll see. Because they're bigger planes as well. But yeah, oh. I had my legs like this. I was killed up like isn't that. It? I know what you mean. And I'm looking at the people next to me and they're sitting there fine with about this much room in between there. Because they're just half the size <laughs> of you. <laughs> so I'm like this. So I got my knees up on the chair. I'm awfully uncomfortable. And then the guy in front of me tries to lean back. Tony now, where gets, <laughs> he gets nowhere because my knees are pressed up against the thing, and he looks round, and I'm just like, <laughs> "There's nothing I can do, mate." <laughs> yeah, I here. there's look, I'm getting the aisle seat. I know the window's a bit of a novelty, but I, I'm going to stretch my legs. I also be a good idea for um, weeing and pooing purposes. The aisle, yeah, it's a quick escape. Yeah, except then with the annoying thing. Well, is only to, one of us can have it. You have to get up for everyone though. Mm. If I've got an aisle seat, I'll be able to put my legs to the side and just stretch them out yeah. a little bit. Speaking of, we've got to um, we've got to go look what we're going to go what we've got to go with our frequent flyer points. Ooh, what's it linked up to? Oh, we do have to do that, don't yeah. we? I've been meaning to do it for lately. Yeah, that's a job for another day. For um, today, even I'd say. Thirty minutes. Let's call it. Give it a wrap. All right. Well, there you go. That's been big show number seven. Number seven. We've. I've enjoyed. We didn't do it last week. Remember? We didn't. We had no. a bit of a hiatus. We had a bit of a hiatus. We were, we're up to no good. <laughs> Looking for love in all the wrong places. Mm, weren't we? 
<laughs> uh, so this has been Big Show number seven. It's been a pleasure. Make sure you check out our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the Big Show podcast. Spelled exactly how you think it would be. Um, it's got all the links to our stuff. If you're watching this on YouTube, um, may as well subscribe, like it, whatever you want to do. Anyway, this has been the Big Show number seven. Daniel? Uru.